Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the Rams Review podcast. Um, plenty to look into today on the podcast. Uh, we've got the review of last week's result against West Brom. Um, we've got the cup trip to Nottingham Forest um, in, on Tuesday. And we're also going to look forward to tomorrow's game away at Griffin Park against Brentford. Um, as I mentioned in the last pod... Um, we're going to briefly touch on uh, what's going to be happening uh, over the international break. Um, plenty going on. Um, we're going to have, obviously, your Q&As um, and some uh, feedback from polls on Twitter and Facebook. Um, as always, guys, if you'd like to get in touch, uh, the Twitter is at RamsReview1. Facebook is RamsReview. Or you can drop an email at RamsReview at Hotmail.com. Um, Let's get stuck in, guys. So then, guys, uh, we'll make a start with looking back at last week's um, result against West Brom at Pride Park. Um, the game finished 1-1, um, but that uh, certainly doesn't uh, explain what happened in the game. Um, a few changes to uh, Derby's team. Um, we got to see Jack Marriott start for the first time this season. Um, there was also a start for Buchanan at the back, uh, who played kind of like a, a left wing back role, um, left left back role. Um, and Jason Knight also started in the midfield. Um, Derby. I thought played uh, probably the best game um, close to. Uh, it'd, it'd definitely be a toss-up between that and Huddersfield. Um, I think if we'd have held on to the result, I think it would have been a better um, outcome than Huddersfield. Um, we started out the traps, um, got an early penalty uh, in the fifth minute. Um, Martin Waggon bursting into the box, um, who's brought down and converted the resulting spot kick, um, sending the goalkeeper in the opposite direction. Uh, obviously, we've seen Waggy take a few penalties already this season. Um, this one, obviously, um, a nice penalty uh, right in the corner out of the way. I mean, the keeper goes the wrong way anyway. Um, and Derby really, to be honest with you, they controlled the game. Um, there was one or two flashes uh, of West Brom um, who I thought were to be fair, a little bit below par. Um, and I've said in previous podcasts, I mean, people keep building them up um, to be one of the front runners in this division. Uh, and I suppose on paper, yeah, you, you'd have to you'd have to agree with that. But I, I was never really hugely impressed with them last year. Certainly when I saw them um, against Derby. Um, I saw a few of other the, their other games that were on TV. Um, and obviously we saw their playoff semi-final campaign. Um and they just—they're not a team that, for some reason, they—they just don't excite me. Uh, I don't think they're gonna. Um, re- I, I don't know why they get so much hype as being one of the best sides in the division. I—I I just don't believe it. Um, and it, it was really very similar last Saturday. I just didn't see enough from them. Um, they're under a new manager this year, under Slaven Bilic, who obviously um, has got promotions under his belt. Um, 
they just didn't really offer a great deal. I, th- I thought Derby controlled them quite well. Um, unfortunately, didn't get the result that we were after. Um, had the opportunity to double our lead um, again from the penalty spot. Um, I have to admit it was a dubious handball decision. Don't believe it was a penalty myself. Um, I was right behind it in the south stand. Um, you could just tell from the reactions of the Derby players that you know, nobody really claimed for it. It was it was more the crowd that shouted. Um, and after uh, what's you know, five ten seconds, the uh, it was the linesman who gave it. Um, at the end of the day, you know sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. Um, you'll certainly see ones that um, you should be getting, um, and you don't. So. You take it with, you know, um, and it was a great opportunity. Um, not long before half time for Derby to double their lead. Unfortunately, Martin Waggle missed the penalty. Uh, this time, going in the opposite corner, usually where he puts them, actually to to the keeper's left, uh, his right. Um, have to say though, it was a good penalty. Um, Sam Johnston did pull out a good save. Um, in all fairness, but you know, from 12 yards out, really, you've got to be finishing them, and it seems to be a bit of a, a tale of the season so far. Um, finishing chances uh, before the penalty, we had uh, one or two. Uh, again, some good saves from uh, from Johnston. In all fairness, um, to be fair, West Brom were unlucky to not equalise uh, just on the stroke of half time. Um, he um, dragged a shot wide when it seemed more easy to score, really. Um, so it was a bit of a let-off. Um, I'm certainly not a negative Derby fan, but you kind of just felt that the more the game went on and it was only 1-0, um, there was going to be something that happened um, that got West Brom back into the game. And again, second half, Derby huffed and puffed. Um, looked pretty con- in control, really. Um, that was until uh, the 85th minute. Um, when Maxlow really unnecessarily decides to dive in in the penalty area. Uh, again, in front of the south stand, I saw it. I thought at the time uh, there's no contact there whatsoever. And replays have shown uh, there, there was no contact. Uh, if anything, very, very minimal. Um, I, no, not for me, not a penalty. Um, but you could see, you know, the ref's already given two. Uh, in the game, I thought, to be fair, his officiating wasn't the best uh, on Saturday. Not using it as an excuse, obviously, because it was two decent decisions for Derby. Unfortunately, we just couldn't convert one of them. Um, but for me, it wasn't a penalty um, at all. And the resulting spot kick, um, they, they've they equalised very much against the run of play, really. Um, and it was unfortunate and, and quite harsh on Derby. Um Straight after the penalty, um, we, the ball broke and Tom Lawrence, uh, a nice weaving mazy run off the left, cuts inside and you're just begging him to shoot. Uh, in all fairness, finds a, a nice pass to uh, Mason Bennett who had come on uh, for, for Jack Marriott who um, had had a good game. Um, unfortunately, nothing really dropped for him in and around the box. Um, if that chance had have dropped to him, I'm pretty sure he'd have buried it because Bennett screwed it wide. Um, it was unfortunate uh, for him. Uh, I've said in previous podcasts I don't think Mason Bennett's a striker just don't think it works Um, and you left ruin ruin chances Uh, and it's another game where where we've been you know we're ruined chances Uh, missed opportunities the penalty miss against Swansea Um, okay the Stoke game but 
you know, we were second best for a, for quite a bit of that game. But in the last five minutes, you go one on one, clean through to clinch it. Um, so you know, it's it's disappointed. Um, I'd have to say I think it's two points dropped, um, but it it was a reaction uh, to the Bristol City game. Um, it was a very very good performance. Uh, it's just a pity that we didn't didn't put one or two chan- more chances away, um, and we'd have walked away from that game I think very happy um, with the win and you know going into uh, Tuesday night. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't it didn't pan out that way. So we're still searching for our first home win. Um, still, we're searching for our first win since the opening game. Um, it's not panic stations uh, by any means. Um, but, y- you know, chances are going to have to start being put away. Um, it is the difference in this division. Um, if you don't put your chances away, you don't win games. I suppose that's the same in any kind of, in any state of football. If you don't put your chances away, you're not going to win games. Um, it's not as if we're not really creating them, because we are. Um, we're just not putting them away. Um, but that, you know, it will come. This team have only been under the new management for six, seven, eight weeks now. Um, building, again, I thought the way that we played was pretty decent. Um, we had some nice moves. Um, we, we looked in control. I think that is the word. We looked in control. We didn't look worried. We didn't look tested, in all fairness. Um, it's just a, it's a missed opportunity, um, which is disappointing. Um, going now, obviously, into the international break after the game against Brentford tomorrow um, with no home win. Um, not, as I say, not concerning, but the, the longer it happens, the longer it goes on for, um, you know, it, it becomes a monkey on the back um, that they have to shake off. I think the next home game after the international break is uh, Friday night uh, against Cardiff. So, you know, they don't come any easier, um, although they've had a bit of a mixed start to the season. So, plenty to build on um, from that. Um, it had just been nice to cap off what was a, a good performance for me. Um, as I say, Jason Knight played very well, I thought, in the midfield. I thought Lee Buchanan, he didn't look out of place in the back line. Um, looked a lot sol- more solid, actually. Um, it's There's evidence there, as I've said it in the last podcast, there's evidence there that this team can tick. It's just getting the right components. I mean, obviously getting Marriott onto the pitch for a good 70, 80 minutes was great. Um, very busy, you know, ran, he looked fit to me. Um, he really did um, tried his heart out um, just nothing would fall for him in the box um, which is a shame but you know being in the right areas that's going to help um, just got to keep going with it really um, and hopefully you know, we'll, we will turn a corner um, results wise I mean I think the performances have been have stepped up um, certainly in the league um, as we're just about to discuss the cup game um, but you know, I've seen progression um, in in the league game. Uh, certainly, Bristol City for some of it, um, and then as I say, definitely West Brom. We we deserve the three points. There's no doubt about that. Um, and it, 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 but it is another two, um, another two dropped, unfortunately. Um, so after that, um, attention's turned to a little cup game in midweek against Nottingham Forest. Um, Reading 
uh, fans' uh, thoughts and predictions and, and all that before the game. Um, we were a little worried uh, in terms of what team uh, Koku was going to put out. You know, we all said yeah. it's got to be uh, it's got to be a strong side. It is Nottingham Forest. I must admit, I didn't think he was going to be fully strong. Um, I did think he'd mix it up a bit. Um, and that's exactly what he did uh, when the team news came out to, to, to round quarter to seven Tuesday night. I saw some um, disappointing comments on Facebook from fans, just um, almost as if the game had been taken too lightly, um, you know, with who we were playing. I suppose it's fine when you're playing League One, League Two, um, but when you're playing your rivals, especially on their own patch, um, the t some people were a bit disappointed with the team team selection um, there was um, a, a blend I would say I mean you know you've still got certain first teamers okay they've not been involved too much uh, we got we saw Dwayne Holmes for the first time um, in a right wing back role which isn't his position um, but it was nice for him to get minutes you know un, under his belt uh, Marriott got some more minutes under his belt um, we obviously had Buchanan playing, we had Jason Knight playing, we had Morgan Whitaker playing, um, we had uh, Selby playing, uh, sorry, Sibley playing, um, who are all first starts. Um, was it too bigger of an occasion for them? I think I discussed in in a previous podcast. Um, it goes one of two ways. Uh, there are the rabbit caught in the headlights. Or, you know, they thrive from it. Um, and to be fair, for the first 15, 20 minutes, I think Derby dealt with them, uh, you know, dealt with the game quite well. I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not knocking the youngsters' performances. Um, you know, you did have some first teamers or certainly squad players in the game um, who you would expect to come in um, and be able to have, you know, um, show a performance. Uh, Curtis Davis, um, Shinny, uh, Patterson, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Patterson. Um, Forrest took the lead um, from a set piece uh, from a corner Derby still can't defend them um, and it, it kind of just from there it kind of knocked the stuffing out of Derby and they got a, a second about seven eight minutes later uh, it, it just from then on you just didn't really feel as if Derby were ever going to get back into the game um, which was unfortunate um, I think we don't even think we registered a shot on target, which is is disappointing. Um, and Forrest did add a third um, in the second half. Unfortunately, it was a bizarre clearance from uh, Curtis Davis, who's, who's got a toe poke to it, and it's rifled against the Forrest striker, which is just rifled into the top of the net. Um, not a great deal you could do about that. Uh, I must admit, um, seeing the highlights, I couldn't get to the game. Um, Hamer made a couple of smart saves in the first half as well. Um, and I just think Forrest's experience um, shone through. Um, you obviously, you see on, on the groups, you know, the bitterness there um, from Forrest fans saying, um, you know, well, we had our reserves out as well. Um, not really. You know, they, they are first team players. Um, it's just that they've got a lot of them and they probably don't play every Saturday, whereas we did blood five, six young lads who... You know, some of them are, are making the making their debuts, uh, and some haven't um, even had you know ninety minutes behind the belts. So it, it's not an excuse for me. I, I thought Forrest fully deserved the result. Um, we got outplayed. 
uh, th- there's no other way you can you can describe it. Um, after the first 15, 20 minutes, we got outplayed. Um, we got outbattled. We got outfought. Um, the experience of Forrest shone through. Um, so it was disappointing. Um, and I know, as I say, certain people uh, were a bit frustrated with um, the, the team. They were disappointed that it, it seemed as though the game wasn't taken as, taken as seriously as it should. Um, but in saying that, you know, it, it is only a cup game. Um, but of course, you never like to lose to Forest. Um, so yeah, it leaves a bit of, bit of pill in the mouth. It gives them the bragging rights until November the 9th when we're there in the league. Um, gives them something to chirp on about. Um, but we move on. Um, we have to move on quickly because really there's no positives from it apart from, as I say, a couple of the first teamers getting some minutes uh, who are coming back from injury. Um, so, you know, we build on it. Um, we just have to forget that one. Uh, and concentrate on uh, Saturday at Brentford, to be perfectly honest with you, um, which we can move on to. Um, it's not never an easy place to go, Griffin Park. Obviously, it's their last year there before their new stadium. Uh, Brentford haven't had a great start this season, um, but you always know you're in for a, for a tough game. Um, I know Derby have never really had great results. Uh, at Griffin Park over recent seasons. I can remember one win that we had a few years ago, but other than that, I think we was on the end of about a four or five nil Tonkin under Rowett. Um, I think it was a 3-3 draw last year, um, in which I think we led three times. So that was disappointing um, under Frank. So, you know, we go into the game. Um, as I say, try and get Tuesday out of the system. Um, looking forward to seeing what, team he does select are we going to see Marriott again from the start I think we have to uh, obviously any side with Jack Marriott in it he's going to be better um, building up that fitness as I said earlier in the podcast you know he, I appreciate what Koku's saying he's building up his fitness he didn't look unfit to me on Saturday uh, he really didn't um, he was running around um, he just he looked sharp, um, and obviously, more time uh, on the, on the pitch. He's he's going to help that. Um, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see there. Um, be interesting to see what he does at the back. Will uh, Malone, who we got told was injured, um, I'm not so sure if he was or if he just got dropped. Um, and everybody knows my feelings on Scott Malone. I just don't think he's uh, he's turned up this season so far. Um, It'd be interesting to see if he goes with Buchanan again. As I say, astute performance from him. I, I, I thought he looked good, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, is, there a, is there a spot for Matt Clark um, tomorrow? Obviously, having been dropped against West Brom last week um, in place of Bielik. Um It'd be interesting to see what formation we go with. It does seem like we're playing two different formations, uh, one at home, one away. Obviously, I appreciate that does interchange throughout the games. Um, but it does look like he, he's certainly setting up with two separate uh, formations. Um, obviously, I don't think there'll be any. We've been told there'll be no Bogle till at least after the international break. Um, so you'd expect Max Lowe um, to uh, continue at right wing back, right right side, right back. Um, 
Uh, Jason Knight, as I say, did certainly didn't put a foot wrong uh, against West Brom last week. Um, it'd be, in, be interesting to see if he keeps his spot. Uh, I think it's possibly a bit too early for Dwayne Holmes to be starting, but you know I would expect him um, to be on the pitch again. And then obviously, um, you know, you look out wide. Obviously, Yosef Zoom was completely out the 18 last week against West Brom. Again, got told he'd got a slight injury. Um, didn't um, play Tuesday night either. Uh, against obviously his former club tomorrow, so it'll be interesting to see if he's back in the mix. You've obviously you've got Jamie Patterson, um, who uh, who played thir- uh, Tuesday night. Um, you know, does he deserve another run out? Um, it's an area that I've said before. You know, it's an area that we need more from. Um, so be interesting to see what mix he goes with. Um, I thought uh, one of the standout players last week. Um, against West Brom was Tom Huddleston, um, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, so be interesting to see if he goes again two holders away from home, um, and will it be uh, Huddleston uh, and Heavens, or will it be Huddleston um, and Bielik? And then obviously that would allow Matt Clark to slot in back in at the back. Um, so there's there's a few questions um, to be answered for for team selection. Um, I suppose really, there's probably only a couple at the minute that have have definitely got their names on that uh, on that team sheet um, most weeks when when fit. So this, they're still trying to find the right balance. As I say, I thought Saturday at home, yeah, was was it, it, the balance worked. Um, but you know, we know that Bogles will come back into this side. Um, we know that Dwayne Holmes, for me is somebody that needs to be in the side, um, that creative spark. So, uh, obviously, fitness um, will dictate who plays tomorrow. Um, will we, as I say, especially with Jack starting, uh, Marriott starting 90 minutes and then coming on at half-time in the Cup midweek, is he going to be starting again tomorrow? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, at the minute, obviously... Um, we we don't see what happens in training, so it's difficult to say. But for me, he'd be in my eleven. So um, and go and attack Brentford. As, you know, as I say, they're a dangerous team at home. They have been over the last few years. Uh, but to be fair, they haven't had the best of starts. Um, and it's another one of those. If you know, if we can get a good early start, um, get the home fans quiet. Um, you know, give give us something to to chew on. Um, then it it could be it could be a it could be a fruitful day tomorrow for Derby. Obviously, so far the away games, you know, we we haven't done too bad. Um, we've took the lead in them, um, but then you know we've we've kind of lost our way with them a little bit, and in the previous couple, um, and really we've you know given up a lot of possession of the ball, which you know you expect away from home. You know the home side are going to come into it at some point. Um, and obviously, first goals and you know taking the leads always vital to that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, and you know, more importantly, I think don't get beat. As I say, I think any point away from home is a good point, um, especially going into the international break, especially after Tuesday night. Although it wasn't in the league, uh, build on the league form. Um, but of course, we, you know, we want to win. We want to win. Um, you know, we look at um, what we've taken from the game so far. You know, is it enough points? 
Uh, and you'd have to say, no, it's not. Um, I wouldn't say. Um, I know some people might disagree with me with that. But I think six points from five games, for me, is not enough. Um, as we well know, you know, we could have easily have won um, two of those that we drew. So, you know, you add four points to that mix, ten points, that puts you in and around the top six. So, you know, then it becomes a decent start. So it, it's it's a difficult one. Um, but you want to go into pre-season, uh, pre-season. you want to go into the international break um, on a high if we can. Um, and then obviously we can look at how we've done over those first six league games and you know, Koku knows, um, you hear it in his interviews, uh, he knows what he wants from his team, he knows what he expects. Um, I know that it's not always been quite transferred to the pitch, unfortunately, but, you know, as I say, still seven, only seven, eight weeks together, uh, you know, and now another couple of weeks before the next game after tomorrow. Obviously, I know there's a few people going away on international duty. I think Richard Keel's going um, away. Um I'm guessing Tom Lawrence will be going. I think Tom Lawrence is going with Wales. Um, I know some of the youngsters are going away with various under uh, youth teams um, for England and Ireland and that kind of thing. So, you know, they're not going to be around. Um, it gives a chance for Bogle, hopefully, to get his fitness back because um, he, he would thrive. I think he'd, he'd started the season pretty well. Um, so yeah, it'd be great to get him back it'd be nice to get obviously um, you'd like to think as long as Jack Marriott comes through tomorrow unscathed you know a, another couple of weeks you'd, you'd expect him to be close to match fitness full, fully match fit um, again with same, probably same with Dwayne Holmes um, obviously Curtis Davis not quite sure what kind of um, role he's going to have with Derby this year um, but you know he's had a couple of 90 minutes under his belt still working hard so you know he should be getting there um, the one that we haven't seen, uh, obviously, so far is Forsyth, but, you know, for coming back off a, a long injury. Obviously, the same as Curtis Davis, but, you know, a long injury for Forsyth. So it'd be interesting to see um, if he's going to get any minutes uh, in any under 23 games uh, coming up. Um, obviously, you've got Andre Wisdom, who believes back in training, I believe, light training uh, after his knee injury. So, you know, th- there's options coming back. Uh, and obviously, if it's true that Malone and Yosef Zoon have got you know slight slight injuries, you know building them back up. Don't know if they're available uh, as of yet for tomorrow. Um, but obviously, then the two weeks you'd you'd like to think that you know come through as I say tomorrow unscathed, and you know you, you're going to have a, a close to fully full squad to pick from, uh, ready for when we come back on uh, the doomed Friday the thirteenth. Um, hopefully that's not an omen um, in, in the in the game against Cardiff at Bride Park. So, you know, I think tomorrow is important to, to not lose just to get through, you know, one defeat in six is, is a good reading. Uh, then if you were to only draw the game tomorrow, but four draws out of six just turns it again. I mean, it proves... One thing, you know, we, we we never say never, I suppose, you know, never say die, we, we're in the games. Um, and as I say, you know, if we'd have took some of our chances and, you know, cut out some really silly mistakes, then I think we'd be on three, four wins out of the out of the five, six games. So it's not all doom and gloom. Um, and, you know, then you come back after the international break and you've got Cardiff and then we've got a, a nice trip away to Leeds. 
So, uh, you know, things don't get easy. There's no, there's no real easy games, obviously, in the Championship. Um, before then, on paper, the games start to look a little bit more favourable. Um, so it was always about pulling through this first um, block of games. We knew it was going to be tough. Um, I think from the first game, when we beat Huddersfield, we thought, oh, wow, here we go. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think we've got as many points as our performances have warranted, uh, in, in all fairness. But then again, other than really Huddersfield and I would say West Brom, we've not had the complete performance. We've not had a performance for long enough in game. So you could easily say, well, yeah, OK, it's no good just turning up for 20 minutes going, you know, one one nil up or, you know, 2 nil up even. Uh, if the end result's 2-2 two, two and you didn't compete properly for the last 60 minutes, then, you know, you, you get what you deserve out of it. So... Hopefully tomorrow, um, safe trip for everybody who's going, um, of course. Um, enjoy your day um, and hopefully um, come back from uh, the capital with, uh, um, I'd say, a much-needed three points, um, just for the confidence more than anything, to be perfectly honest with you. Not because it's a must-win, but you know, confidence, as I say, going into that break um, on a high, um, it, it, it makes those, hopefully makes those two weeks um, a lot more positive. Moving on to your Q&As then, guys. Um, I must apologise again, not quite put out as many um, as I'd have liked to have done. Um, been a busy week personally, so haven't quite had the chance to uh, to get out as much as I'd have wanted to. Um, thanks for the people that have commented on, on the post that I have put out on social media. I promise that I'm going to aim to get more out, certainly over the... Uh, over the international break, um, I, re- you know, I really do enjoy reading your comments um, and your opinions, positive, negative, you know, whatever they may well be. Um, started out the the first one that I popped out there was uh, actually after the West Brom game. Uh, it was on the Sunday morning, um, and I had a few comments from uh, various people on Twitter um, at Dick Brian seventy six. Um, had a bit of a conversation with him. Um, I'd, I'd stated that um, you know I thought that we played well uh, against West Brom. The balance and the shape looked good. Um, a passing was pretty solid. Um, it's obviously some strange refereeing decisions. Um, all three penalties possibly wrong. I think you know our first one. Yeah, it, it was soft, but you know. Um, and for me, only negative is the chances um, you know that we're missing. But I thought it was a positive step forward. Um, and uh, Richard Brian uh, comments. Uh, we need time to gel. Not sure midfield is 100%, but almost came out on top despite one of the worst referees in a long time, which, yeah, I have to agree. Um, I have to agree with you there. Um, he also went on uh, to say that uh, he likes the idea of Bennett, um, but is he good enough? Not enough goals in all-out attack and not enough creative chances. Um, works hard, but not enough. Um, Lawrence needs consistency. Dowell needs a big game soon to settle him in. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with. Um, it is great to see Bennett, but you know, he, again for me, I'd have to agree. Not enough. Um, I think if he did, if he did leave Derby, would he go to a, a Championship club? That that's the big question for me. And I think you know when when your players leave and they don't go to Championship clubs or you know top end Championship clubs, I think it kind of just proves that. Yeah, you know, possibly not, but I'm not knocking homegrown talent at all. Um, I just don't know if he's, at the age that he is, I don't know if he's what Derby are looking for. 
Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, and I, I agreed with Richard. Dow definitely needs a big game. Um, and he does. Uh, and consistency of wingers needs needs addressing. And uh, I have to agree. Um, Richard goes on, on again to comment. Um, he, he thought that Waghorn and Marriott on the pitch together was great. And hopefully with more games, um, you know, the link up will be there. Uh, but it's going to take time. Completely agree. We saw what they could do together in the playoff final last year. Um, and it worked. So, yeah, completely agree with that. Um, moving on, I popped a poll out as well. Um, just before the Forest game, um, what kind of side would you like to see? Uh, full strength or youthful? Uh, 59% went for full strength. Uh, 41% uh, went you. Uh, went youthful, uh, 51 votes on that, so thank you for that, guys. Um, and I had to agree. 59-41, I, I thought there might have been a bit more, um, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, who would have gone for, for full strength, especially um, when the team sheet came out um, and there was quite a few disappointed people, as I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, So a 59-41 split, um, maybe a bit closer than uh, than certain people think. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, but it's all about opinions. You know that that's what it is. That's that's what we're for. So, you know, we're happy with that. Um, also, uh, that that's it for Twitter. Um, on Facebook um, this week, uh, we've had a couple of questions um, in from uh, a couple of people. Um, to start off with. I put the same question out uh, again about the uh, after the West Brom game. Um, comments from Richard Wetton. Um, still have some key players coming. Um, Holmes and that Rooney chap. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, Jake Lodge, a, a regular commenter. Um, it'll come all right and I'll be happy with top 10 this season. I think the new sponsorship deal January the first starts January the 1st and maybe Rooney will spark further investment opportunities. Which, yeah, fair point. Um, Jason Beresford uh, commented, the formation and the shape makes us more defensively strong. It looks it. Um, I know we've conceded still some silly goals, but yeah, I'd have to agree. It does look um, stronger. I'd have to agree with that, Jason. Um, Dave DCFC Doan, or Doan, however you pronounce your last name, sorry. Um, I think there's a lot of positives with the performance. We matched a very good side when we are not at full strength. I have to agree. Uh, Bodle and Holmes are quality to come in. Uh, low playing out of position as well uh, will be a great option at left back um, where we have three options um, with Buchanan and Malone. Knight and Buchanan doing well, all good. Might put Marriott in charge of penalties. <laughs> I'd have to agree there with uh, with that, Dave. Um, Jason Beresford commented again. Um, I think sometimes we forget we have who we have to come back into our squad. Love that we are seeing more and more youth players coming in. And yet we knew it was a remit of Mel's. Um, and I don't think any of them really uh, have done themselves a disservice. Um, I'd say if I had to pick one of any, I think Max Bird's probably been the quieter of the lot. Um, whereas, you know, the others, certainly Buchanan has looked strong when he's come on. Jason Knight's been involved in a few games. He's looked good too. Um, obviously Whitaker and Sibley, uh, they are young, young. You know, we're, we're talking 18, 19 uh, whereas uh, Buchanan and uh, Knight, I think, are closer to 20. So, you know, it's a big difference in in, uh, in the youth setup. So, be interested. Um, and uh, Dave DCFC Doan again comments, um, I really hope fans stay with Koku as he brings them th- as he brings the youth through. 
uh, we should have to agree. Um, Steve Kemp also commented, um, a, a bit of a negative a comment, um, what about our first touch on the ball? It was woeful. Um, I have to admit, um, I didn't really notice it um, that much. I certainly noticed it against Bristol City. Um, I didn't notice it as much against West Brom, but as I say, it's all about opinion. Steve, if that's what you thought, then that's absolutely fine by me. Um, and also we had um, a few questions um, from Facebook um, from Eddie Iron Maiden. Uh, hello, Eddie. Um, I believe first time listener to the podcast. Um, he asked, what do you think to Philip Koku? And second question, uh, do you think we will get relegated? No, the dreaded R word. Um, well, I think it will take time um, to settle, obviously. Uh, can't really judge him after only five or six games. Um, you know, it it was annoying against Forrest, the team that was selected. Um, but I personally, I think I've seen enough from the team to suggest, um, you know, we'll, we'll do OK this season. Um, if that be top six, at the minute, I'm not. Sure, um, Derby obviously are famous for not starting seasons particularly strong. It's normally around the October time where you know we kick in, so um, be interesting uh, to see. Um, I think we do need to sharpen our play in front of goal. Um, obviously, you know we could have and should have won at least two or three more than we have, uh, and you know then you're looking at double figure points from the first five games, and you then say that's an absolute cracking start, especially with the fixtures that we've played. Um, and I'm certainly not thinking about relegation. Um, I don't believe we're going to get relegated. Um, Eddie goes on to ask another question. Um, he hopes uh, that Marriott starts to play more um, and we start cutting out mistakes in the defence. Yep, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Uh, I hope Marriott does start playing more, and I believe he will. Now he's picking up his fitness, and yet we the errors are creeping in in the defence still. Um, we're certainly not quite as bad, um, at, certainly down the sides, but set pieces seem to be a bit of an Achilles heel, heel still, especially when you think we've had a, had a, a lot more height into the back line. Um, it, yeah, we still do seem to struggle from them. Um, and it, it's more where we're getting beat from them. I think the first goal against Forest um, on Tuesday night was the back post. You know, you cover your posts uh, to start off with. I mean, you know, if it's in the middle of the penalty area, their their player rises, gets a bullet header, and it fires into the top corner. Then you, yeah, it's disappointing to concede from set pieces, but you know, you have to say fair play. But yeah, you you can't be getting beat at your uh, on your posts. Um, Eddie asks uh, another question uh, who not so much Derby County related but more championship related um, who do you think will be going down this season um, I think it's a little bit early um, to be to be predicting those um, I would say uh, from this early stage I think Huddersfield um, they need to turn ring, turn things around pretty quickly we we've seen other teams, Sunderland, Leeds, you know, who've gone down, down because you know, uh, or out on ground in the Championship, then drop back down into League One. Forest being the same. There's a few teams that have done it. Um, they, they've obviously already got rid of their manager. Um, it's going to be a concern for Huddersfield if they don't start uh, plucking out some results. Um, I have to admit, um, obviously. No disrespect to these teams, but you know you always look at the, obviously the three that come up: Luton, Barnsley, and Charlton. Um, 
Bonsley uh, and Luton, uh, mediocre starts. Charlton started pretty well, uh, in all fairness. Um, be interesting to see where their seasons go. Um, and then I think three really that you know you kind of look at from last season as well that just scraped out uh, Millwall, Wigan, Reading, you know, those kind of teams down there. Not again. Neither of those three have made fantastic starts to the season. So, um, but that really you know mentioning just those seven or eight teams you've basically mentioned close to half your division. So um, it could be any this year uh, to be honest with you. Um, so uh, another question um, again uh, from a conversation uh, with with Eddie. Um, he's predicted Millwall, um, Huddersfield at the minute, and he's got a feeling maybe us. Um, no, not for me. As I said a minute ago, um, I think we have to start finding a winning solution. Definitely, uh, you know we've got to start putting results together. We've got to start putting our chances away. But as we well know, as I said, you know we're slow starters, um, and. That's the key. You know, if it's strange why it happens that way. Obviously, I'm sure the change of manager every season doesn't help these things. Um, and as I say, we've had a tough run to start off with this year. But you know, obviously, if you want to be up there, you've got to beat the teams uh, who are competing. So, um, you know, we'll keep going. Um, I think by the end of October, as I say, slightly but easier games on paper. I think if we was to get to the end of October and things hadn't started to gel, started to click, I'd, I'd be a little bit more worried. Um, but to be honest with you, there are worse teams than us in this division. Um, I know it doesn't always come down to that, but there definitely are. Um, he's commented that he's worried about Leeds, playing Leeds and Forest, you know, two of our biggest rivals. Um, I saw something uh, out on Twitter uh, yesterday, which was very interesting read, actually. Um, didn't really notice it uh, until you until you read it um under lampard last year we didn't beat forest um we only we lost to leeds three times um okay we beat them once which was the important one um so you know we also you know we lost to millwall we lost to rotherham uh so it's not all doom and gloom um the championships are crazy league one minute you know we saw it last year we we beat leeds in the playoff semi-finals um, you know, we took maximum. We took six points off West Brom. Um, we beat Sheffield United, who went up at home. We beat Norwich. Uh, we were unbeaten against Norwich, who won the league. Um, I think Bristol City. We took four points off, who we just pipped into sixth place. Uh, obviously, Villa was one. We lost both times to Villa, uh, three times to Villa, in fact. Uh, obviously, including the final. So, you know, but those teams up and around, we didn't do so bad against teams closer to the bottom end. As it seems to be the way with Derby, um, we do struggle a little bit. Um, but thanks very much for your for your questions there, Eddie. Um, hopefully, um, this is your first, if it's the first time listening, hopefully uh, you enjoy the podcast and uh, and listen to many more. So that's it for the questions, uh, Q&As this week, guys. Um Final uh, part of the podcast is a brief um, rundown of uh, what the podcast's going to be next uh, next Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday. Um, as I say, there'll be no game on, on the Saturday. So obviously we'll have um, a review of the Brentford game. Um, hopefully um, we will get a positive result there. Um, we'll have a bit, uh, go back over the first um, first phase of games for the season. 
Um, obviously, we all know where we are with that. Um, we'll look at um, the league table, although obviously it's far too early, really. Um, but we'll have a look at it. We'll start you know, after six games, start to see who's setting the pace to start off with, um, who we think is going to keep there, who, who needs to improve. You know, We'll go through all of that. Um, definitely get some more questions and answers get your opinions on uh, the start of the season for Derby uh, where you think we're going to improve um, we're going to go through the squad uh, in detail who's impressed you, who hasn't who, who needs to do more who think who thinks probably not been given the chances that they deserve You know anything, anything like that well, I'll get those out in the week um, and and I'd be interested if anybody's interested um, in sending any voice clips um, to have a bit of a review um, on the season so far. I'd be more than happy to uh, to listen to them and get them involved into the podcast. Get them get them edited in. Um, it's not just about questions on on Twitter and Facebook. You know, it, I'm always happy to hear a voice. Um, get that as i say get that edited into the podcast be very keen for if anybody's interested in uh, in sending me uh, those voice notes that'd be great um if you do obviously get it, uh, probably the best way to uh, to send those to me um would be via our email which is ramsreview at hotmail.com um but also if you want to pop them onto facebook or twitter um i can see how i would uh, go about getting those off uh, uh, and getting the files there. Um, so our Twitter is at RamsReview1 and Facebook is RamsReview. So plenty to come up um, in that uh, podcast. Hopefully fill it full of all your opinions and comments. Um, let's get a, an opinion on what we think as Derby County fans to, to the start of our season. Um, and, you know, obviously looking forward to, we'll also touch on obviously the next batch of games, um, which I believe runs up until I think it's after the Forest game, which is the 9th of November. I think that's the next um, international break. So we'll have a good look at that block of, I think it's about seven or eight fixtures. Um, as I say, there's a couple of tricky ones in there, but then they start looking a little bit easier um, on paper. Um, so we can start looking at predictions um, from that. Um, go through... Um, where I thought we would be points wise uh, to where we are, uh, you know, all that, in, all that to come. Um, and that's about wraps up the podcast for this week, guys. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Um, don't forget to, to rate and subscribe. Um, if you, if you like the podcast, any comments, negative or positive, more than happy to read them out, discuss them. Um, opinions most welcome. Um, share the pod with your friends and family. Um, if you think they'd be interested in a listen, um, look forward to getting listeners new and old, of course. Um, hopefully good result tomorrow for us guys. And then after that, I'll speak to you next Friday. Thank you very much. Take care.